Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined by my wife, Olympic mental performance coach, Stephanie Hanlon-Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I have a conversation about the different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters, because we believe that for those who are awake, we are living in and through the most impactful time in history. Your view of the world is the filter for how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it. Our intention is to provide you with ideas, nutritious food for thought, and some tools that you can use to help you in being your greatest self and living your best life. Listen in. Enjoy. Hi there, and welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast. Stephanie. Hey, hon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Holy cow, we're here. We're Happy finally here. Well, I don't know if it was finally, but What anyways. a ride the last couple of years have been, hey? Crazy, crazy. 2022 was a crazy ride. And here we are. Yeah, I guess the, the great thing about turning the page is that there's hope. You know, we're looking at a new year. There's certainty. There's uncertainty. There's things that are going on, things that we know about that we don't know about. But let's just take a pause. And just realize, you know, let's let's focus here. on hope. We're here. Yeah, yep. you, you bet. So 2022 is done. That's a wrap. Call it a day. And we have to decide, or call it a year, I guess. So we have to decide, <laughs> what are we going to bring with us? What are we going to leave behind? Yeah. You know, there's some good stuff that we want to bring. Lots of gratitude. Make sure that you're uh, considering the completions so that you can actually be complete for 2022 with whatever you need to be complete around, as whether it's complete, projects yeah. or relationships or... As complete as you can be, As right? complete as you can possibly be. Okay, so we're talking about 2023 and one of the things, you know, that uh, we're a little bit tongue-in-cheek around it is resolutions, you know, New Year's resolutions. Everybody makes them. The joke is, is that I'm going to buy a gym on January 1st, open my gym on January 1st, 20, or January 1st, 2023. <laughs> And then in uh, February 15th or on February 15th, I'm going to turn it into the wine bar that it should have been to begin with. Because, <laughs> that's a great idea. Let's well, do it. Yeah. Anyways, that's a bit of a joke. So the, you know, but it's, it's very true that, you know, over the years you and I have had trainers and we've worked out and we've been through, you know, the years of going to the gym and, you know, we're used to being going to the gym. And, and be like the only people there, there. on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. And it's <laughs> then all of a sudden, wham, there's everybody there. I call them the resolution people. Well, of course, you know, and that's, that happens. That's and fine. Then, yeah. Our trainers would go, don't worry, it'll be, it'll, it'll be only last again. a month. <laughs> so anyways, that's where we are. So, but something that I think we have to talk about and, and it, whether we joke about resolutions or not, is that when we come into a new year, we start to say, well, what do we want to achieve? We come into it with lots of hope thinking, let's hit it out of the park. Yeah. Turn Let, a page. Let's hit this year out of the park. So I thought that for this conversation around resolution, we often say we don't like, it's not our preference of words, a resolution. Well, let's break the, the That's word what down. Saying. Let's yeah, break yeah, it yeah. down. So I did, you know, I just pulled up a quick Google on it, you know, and a resolution is a firm decision to do or not to do something. You resolve. Yeah. Right. That's ultimately it. And we have come to prefer the word intention over the years, which is an aim or a plan to achieve our goal, our purpose, or whatever we want to call it. It's an intention. It's an intention, but I find that the word resolution and and the you know the root of that word being resolve 
it also kind of creates almost like a downward spiral for me. It's like I'm either going to have to give something up. I'm going to have to change a habit. I'm going to have to do something maybe I don't want to do. So I just don't know if 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 I really like the word resolution. Well, I think there's a couple things around it. You can use, I think you can use whatever word you want, but ultimately we have to break down and say, well, what is a resolution about? We set these goals for 2023 and, you know, historically or what we know by the data is that, you know, a month in or two months in, everything kind of goes away. So let's break that down a little bit. And I want to get into three kind of categories that I want to break down in terms of setting goals and looking into the future. And that is around willpower, around want power, and around why power. And so sometimes we set these goals, we resolve to do something. We're going to lose weight. We're going to quit drinking. We're going to go to the gym. We're going to start drinking. We're going to, <laughs> we're going to start. I don't know if you resolve to start drinking. Maybe. Why not? <laughs> and, you know, you may have business goals, whatever they might be, and you resolve to do that, you know, primarily around the personal goals, whether it be health or. But it also, you know, just so I just, I don't want to step over it. It's like, there's all almost like a, a minimizing or a way of, you know, limiting yourself when you set reserva- uh, resolutions. It's like, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to deny myself what I love to do. And, you know, because I didn't have such a great year, I'm going to be harder on myself. I'm, I'm going to be a better version of myself. And I get that. But what I really, really hope to talk about today is about how to do that in a way that is creative and is loving and is um, inspiring. Well, I think that's where we can go with the conversation overall, because it really is about what are we setting up for 2023? So if we're giving a little bit of guidance, some insights that we've learned over the years, when you set a goal, number one, we talk about SMART goals. So they got to be specific. they got to be measurable. Uh, they've got to be achievable, then they've got to be, got to be relevant, relevant and a timeline attached to them. So those are in terms of setting goals. When we look at things like personal fitness, whether it's going to be, uh, I'm going to work out on a regular basis, I'm going to work out you know, two, three, five, seven days a week, whatever it is, or I'm going to complete something around uh, losing weight. These are all things that we do, but we have to step back and just rather than say the words, let's think about that a little bit. So I'm going to go to the gym five days a week, four days a week. I'm going to do that, and and that's what I'm going to do in 2023. So having had a lot of experience over the years with that, myself and with others, what we start to see is that wears a little bit thin. All of a sudden, it's not convenient anymore. Except for ours is in our backyard. Well, that's true, but over the years, it hasn't been. No. And, you know, I had a set of time. I was, I'm going to be at the gym at 7 a.m. and I have a trainer that holds me accountable for going there. All of the, the things that. Now, not everybody's in that position to do that. So we have to break it down and, you know, bite-sized chunks. So rather than look at all of 2023, say for the next 30 days, I'm committed. For the next 30 days, I'm going to the gym. And then you recommit in another 30 days or you refine or you hone. But for the next 30 days, I'm going to go two days a week, three days a week, whatever your number is, and I'm going to train. I'm going to get physically active and this is what I'm going to do. But if you look at the whole year, number one, you don't get rewards. You know, Mm -hmm. If you're not really setting little milestones along the way, that's when you give up. Now, there's something here that 
a word that often gets used when it comes to going to the gym or losing weight, as in staying on a diet or whatever. Those are kind of the common ones. So that's why I'm hitting on them. Is it required? Could be for some, believe it or not, it's still, it's to quit smoking. Yeah. And it requires willpower. And this is where we get a little bit broken down or not understanding the word willpower. And our language is really important. It's why we talk about resolutions versus intentions and smart goals, just random goals, milestones. So here's the fundamental about willpower. And you do a talk on willpower versus want power. But when we look at willpower, just in the language itself, it's like being motivated. So those are two words I'm now throwing into the mix. But willpower is you saying, I want to do something that I really don't want to do. And I, it's going to take a whole lot of will to do that. It's, I have I'm gonna, to overcome my my dark side. I have to overcome the things that I yeah. don't want to do. Yeah, got it. Willpower. Yeah. So there's a negative connotation to the, that whole phrase. It's like motivation. I need to be motivated. How many times somebody says, I just need to be motivated? Well, both the word motivation and willpower has a connotation going, well, I don't really want to do this. Yeah, but I know I should. But I should. you're shooting all over yourself. Then you should all over yourself because it's not really... So we get into want power. And the reality of is we want to do it because we have a reason. Now, we go back to having conversations about if the why is not big enough. And if the why is there, the how will always show up. And we have to be connected to the why because willpower and motivation... It That's will, external. It's, it's still external. Well, it, it pro- it's external, but it's there's no connection to it. So it's sheer willpower force, yeah, force yeah. to do something you don't want to do. And I know there's a part of that that you have to have, but when you connect it to a why, why mm-hmm. are you doing it? What's your bigger why? You know, and we often hear of the you know scenario, somebody had a heart attack or somebody had a medical issue, something showed up where it's like, you know, shit or get off the pot because you, you got to get healthy. You, you got to get healthy now. All of a sudden, the why just got really huge, really big. You know, and so these are kind of indicators or examples of, you know, how is it? You know, think about what you achieved that you got through the willpower and you used willpower, but you had a real reason to it. And by the way, the reason doesn't have to be deep. You know, I sometimes reflect over the years on my training and my working out and being fit and all the rest of it, and it was primarily vanity. You know, it was lots, wrong with that. lots of ego around it, right? Lots of vanity around it because I just had a, a degree of pride in how I would show up and who I was in in my view. Like, that's just how I saw it. So my why was beyond vanity, but it was more a stand of how I thought somebody should be healthy. If you're going to be a leader, then show up. It's like one of my buttons around having all our health officials around the world, you know, and they're all, you know, they're all obese and overweight, not healthy, you know, it drives me crazy. So in my world, you know, that be the stand, be the stand, right? So they have no credibility and I don't really care scholastically how smart they are. There's a stand that if they're going to be a world health person or a health person, then stand. That's just an example. Be healthy. Be healthy. Look healthy. <laughs> yeah. Act healthy. Speak healthy. Would you, yeah. I mean, if you're going to the gym and your trainer was, you know, 60 pounds overweight and smoked, would you have them as a trainer? Probably not. You know, probably not. So these are reasons. Okay. So the point is, is that whatever your reason is, you need to connect to it. And that will be very helpful for whatever you resolve to do or whatever your intention is. But again, Let's break those down. So tell me a little bit about from your 
point of view over the years. You talk about willpower versus want power. How do you kind of unpack that conversation? Well, I think because working with athletes and H&W, high net worth people that are achieving goals that have very, very high, they are really driven, eight personalities mostly. And there'd be times they'd get stuck. They get stuck and they they have to relook at why they're doing something. So they would, it was hilarious because they would go, you know, it's going to just take a little bit more motivation, willpower, and I need to call my coach and Stephanie, you need to motivate me to do this. And I remember saying one time, I was like, you know, I can't motivate you to do anything. I can't do your push-ups for you. I can't do your investing for you. All I can do is help you get to a place of clarity around what you want to do. So that's when it shifted for me. And it's like, oh my gosh, everybody's after this whole, I need to have more willpower. And I said, but what if you don't want it enough? What if it's what you don't want? And I saw so many people driving themselves for goals that they didn't even really want. They didn't really care about. So what I was able to do is scratch the surface on that and go a little deeper and say, okay, well, what's the why behind it? So if you're going to drive for willpower, it means you're going to be forcing yourself. That's like forceful um, decision-making versus powerful decision-making, which to me is two different things, which I think could be another podcast. And what's underneath there is the, the, the want. How bad do you want it? If you don't want it bad enough, then you're never going to do it. And then once the wanting is resolved and you get what you want, for example, a medal or the deal or whatever, then it's like, okay, I have to do it again, but why? So when we can surround ourselves with people who can support our big why, and I call it, you know, it's funny is there's a, a, an exercise I do uh, with clients. It's called the big fat lie, but we have to get underneath it is the big fat why. Why do you want to be an Olympian? Why do you want to have a million dollar house? Why? What's like, do you have a big enough why? And until there's a place of why, and it's usually, and here's the hooker, but I said hooker, sorry. <laughs> here's the connector, sorry. Okay. Oh my gosh. It could be just the hook. It, just the hook is what I meant, is that they're connected to something that's bigger than them. And it's usually contribution. Okay. But where does the big fat lie? Like, I, I know what you're saying, but I'm trying to hear it differently. Okay. So... You've got a why. So are you suggesting that somebody's doing something and they're doing it because they should, which is, you know, they're doing it because they're not really living their value. That's the big fat lie. Mm -hmm. Or or what is the big fat lie when you break it down? You know, it's funny. I've been working this big fat lie conversation for almost 30 years. And I think recently, last little while, I, I think there's a book now <laughs> somebody wrote called The Big Fat Lie, which I could have written back in the day. But ultimately, it's it's when you make a decision or a commitment around something you think you want and you are driven to get it. But when it comes right down to it, you either can't cross the finish line. It's not what you really, 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 really five times want, which is really important. And there's no real true contribution or why. So when you think about when something's driving somebody, it's going to peter out. It's going to go because when we're lying to ourselves about what it is that we say we want and it's not true. And then all of a sudden you do a little bit of personal development work or you start to look a little bit deeper inside, do some journaling connect with yourself. And on this journey, there's, you know, we suggest meditation, met, you know, journaling, etc. And all of a sudden, some of that truth comes up and you realize you've been lying to yourself. And that's a really hard 
moment in time. Well, sometimes that comes from peer pressure, you know, that you've made a statement and now... Now you have to stick to it. You feel like you need to stick to it. And the reality of it is, is that when you really break it down, you realize that, nah, I don't really want to do that. Anyways, moving on. So that's uh, something to consider. So the point of it is, is you make your resolutions or you set your goals for 2023. Make sure you understand why you want to achieve those goals so that you're not, in fact, telling yourself the big fat lie. And then you're setting yourself up for failure because in 30, 60, 90, six months, whatever, you're going, why the hell am I doing this? It's not big enough. It's not big enough. And so the other side of that is to, if you're going to set a big goal for 2023, make sure you're breaking it down into milestones. You know, one of the workouts, I think it's called now 75 hard where, you know, two a day and you run and you do all these things and it's awesome, but it's intense for 75 days. That's the whole point of it. And at the end of that 75 days, it's over. Did you do it all? Did you do your two days? There's no excuses. Like that's the whole point of it. It's hard. No excuses. And so, you know, I followed a couple of guys who have done 75 hard and it's like, I got home nine o'clock late day. The kids are all over me. By the time I get them settled back down because I came home late, you know, I'm going out for a run at 1030 at night. I'm doing a workout at midnight just to get it in that day. So that's the whole point of it. But it's 75 days. They didn't say 750 days. They said 75 days. Yeah, there's an endpoint. There's there, Well, and it's achievable. Yeah. Right. Totally. You know, I think we can all bear something for 75 days. So when you're setting your goals, make sure that you're considering that in, you know, in respect to setting your goals. Now, there's a couple of things around languaging. You know, we talk about resolution. Make sure that you have a, a firm grasp of what that word means to you. Intention. Uh, what does that word possibly mean to you? What does a goal mean to you? Are you setting yourself up really to win in a powerful way? So are you doing something that, you know, okay, I'm going to do this for a week. There's a there's a young man who's very, very accomplished. And one of the things that he's been working with and living with uh, in terms of his goal setting is two minutes. So if he sets a goal, let's say I'm going to go to the gym and he's trying to talk himself out of it. He goes, what can I do for two minutes? I can go get my gym gear. I can get it in the car and I can get in my car in the next two minutes. So he breaks it down that small. That's he calls brilliant. it the, the two minute rule, right? <laughs> I love it. And he can't say no. To he two goes, minutes. He, he can't say no to two minutes. He has to say yes to two minutes. <laughs> and so that's great. That's his, but it's two minutes. What can we do in that two minutes that moves us towards that goal? And I thought it was kind of brilliant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that mind game a little bit. Now, there's a couple of things that we talk about languaging and, you know, there's a, we talk, I mentioned, you know, some people are still smoking and they're trying to quit or wanting to quit smoking. And uh, we learned this many years ago is that it's very interesting if somebody is trying to quit smoking, for those of you who might still smoke and want to quit, uh, when somebody walks up and offers you a cigarette, for an example, you may be tending to say, no, I'm trying to quit. And the power in the language is, no, you're not trying to quit. When somebody walks up and offers you a cigarette, you say, no, thank you. I'm a non-smoker. Ooh, yeah. So you don't own that you're a smoker. You disown it. You go, no, nope. I'm a non-smoker. I am a non-smoker. So it's like somebody offering you candy or and you're trying to lose weight or they're offering you something to eat uh, that isn't within your world of how I'm going to lose weight or how my new diet is going to go. And you say, I'm on a diet. Yeah, you know what I say? I'm not a snacker. Well, you aren't a snacker. You drive me crazy that way. <laughs> well, I get the most stacks that way. But no, that's not the point. <laughs> you do get the most stacks. <clears throat> but whatever your language is, is that you're you're not a snacker and you don't snack. And, you know, somebody who's 
saying, you know, being offered food and you say, I'm on a diet, it means that it's a temporary thing. Mm, good point. Right. And so, no, I don't eat blah, blah, blah. Right. Or right now I'm not eating that as opposed to saying I'm on a diet because it's just a language thing. You know, think about years ago when we were uh, with a very, very, I mean, a world-class coach, no doubt about it. And he had had a heart attack and he was telling the story of when I had my heart attack. Yeah, I called him on it, didn't and, I? Yeah, he called him, you stopped him, you go, Dude, what do you mean your heart attack? And, why do you own that? And he goes, what are you talking about? I go, well, you said it was your heart attack. So you're really owning your heart attack. And it stopped him it dead stopped in his tracks. Room, it actually. stopped the whole room. Yeah, it was very <laughs> funny. But it's, but it's such a good point. And it's, you know, I know I'm guilty of it. You're, we're all guilty of the oh, language we choose. And we have to be very, very mindful. cautious around. Yeah. The most mindful guy I know, I think, on this planet is JG. JG yeah. Francoeur. He's very meticulous with his, with language, his language and even who he listens to. Mm. So you can't live in his world and come out with any kind of negativity. in that. And it's not that he's living through rose-colored. He goes, no, that don't use that language. Change it. You know, this goes back to the book we talk about often, which we've talked about often uh, since we read it, was The Gap and the Gain. So, you know, we look at the gap rather than the gain. So this is all part of how do we set ourselves up for success well, in... Well, then that brings us right back to intention. The word intention, to me, is an evolution of the word resolution. So if I'm thinking about setting an intention... And I, and I do this at the beginning of every one of my meetings. What's the intention of our meeting? What's the intention of our call? So if I can get into the mindset of what the intention is, is that then there is an outcome and a context that gives us sort of a, a map that we can achieve that intention. So when you think of intention and you open your heart, to what it is you truly want, whether it's in a meeting, whether it's in a, uh, an experience, whether it's a, a one-year goal, or it's a four-year quadrennial. But if you're working backwards from an intention and it's a really heart-centered intention, then it's much easier to create the, the, the milestones or the, the checkpoints, and some people call those goals, on the way to that outcome. So an intention is truly about how you how it all, how you also want it to feel. So it's not just a resolution about what I'm going to do. For me, an intention is how do you want it to feel? A hundred percent. So we you sent me a link, a video today, and I can't remember his name. The he's a doctor. And it was really about Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza. I love Joe. Okay, so what's interesting about Joe is he you shared that video with me and I went, oh, does this ever ring true for me? And it's all stuff we know, okay? I know this inside out, upside down, backwards. I know it. You live it. You're good at it. Oh, I, but I've been Mostly. shitty at it. And so I'm going to share it with you. And this is because it was very, very good. Am I okay to share it? Yes, please. This is from uh, Joe Dispenza. These are things that you and I both have done, but we're, we've gotten off track. I know I've gotten off track. I go in and out. I kind of ebb and flow. But here's the thing. There's three words, think, act, feel. And he makes that comment, change any one of those and you change the trajectory for how your year will unfold. Now, his guidance is number one is to disconnect from your world, which doesn't mean run away from home or anything like that. It means take a moment, disconnect, unplug from your phone, your computer, your laptop, whatever it is, shut things down and take a moment and breathe. Okay. Just take a moment, disconnect, be present. 
Don't let your brain get ahead of you. Don't let your brain get into the future. Take a minute, breathe, and just disconnect and be present to you. Breathe and get centered. So that's the point of that particular part of the exercise. Remind yourself that your past doesn't need to define you. And instead, shift it to say, how will my future define me? How will I move into the future? So this goes back a little bit to all of my training over the years. It was because how I saw myself for so many years and why I needed to continue to work out and, you know, stay on that kind of track of fitness, because it was really about the future pulling me forward. Yeah. Right. It was always how I wanted to be seen, how I wanted to show up, how important it was in my life to be fit, how it made me feel. That was future, not past. So this is a I think it was a really good one is that we working with clients, we're often waiting for people and we have to kind of help them bust through it is that they're anchored in the past. And, and their stories, and, and not that they're wrong, it's just that they're more committed to their past than they are to creating an, un, you know, what's in the future, because it's uncertain. Okay, so yeah, so that's that's the key to that, right, is don't, you're not defined by your past. Be redefined by the future that you see for yourself, which means being present, taking that breath, and actually looking into the future, and in your mind, if nothing else, rehearse who you are, and just being re rehearsing who you are in the future and acting that way in the day. And today. And today, yeah. in the moment. So when you stand up from this five-minute break that you took or seven-minute break, think about what am I going to do right now that plays into the future? Incremental. What we're trying to get to here is that that's what changed the trajectory for how you show up. And think about what behaviors you have that you need to change. And it's been a very interesting past couple of years for, I think, I won't say all people, but most people I think is safe to say. But if that's even too much, then we'll say it's been a tough two years for many for people. Us. Well, it's been, <laughs> sure, we've, we've certainly had our trials and tribulations. So what emotions do you not want to take into the future? I thought that was a really good question, right? What emotions do you not want to take into the future with you, your, your emotionality, you know, you're quick to be pissed off. You're, uh, you're quick to be shut down in terms of, you know, all of a sudden you're into this bad mood or depression, whatever it is, what emotion, what emotionality doesn't serve you today and definitely won't serve you going into the future. So something to tap into and consider. Can I just step in here for a second? Is, of course. Is one of the things that I love and I've been saying for a hundred years is that our personalities, you know, we think that we are acting the, a certain way because that's just our personality. It's just, just who the, we are. Just the way we are. It's just the way we are. Yeah. And how Joe Dispenza kind of explains is it's, it's like, it's not your personality, it's your personal reality. Mm -hmm. So you're acting out a certain way from your past, your history, your blind spots, maybe some values that aren't your own anymore, but that's your personal reality today. What if you can change it? Well, you can change it. We can. There's not a case I, of honestly, what Honestly, we've changed our reality on oh, yeah. so many levels. So many levels. A couple of North Side kids, come on. So, you know, that was a that was a, is a really good point that you make because your personality doesn't it your personality defines your personal reality so think about how you're showing up this all plays into conversations we've had 
Like attracts like. Be the your values, not somebody else's values. Be the stand. So I talked to an old friend today, and he is totally gone. What's the word? Um, well, he's a, a justice warrior. A he's a, yeah, he's a justice, justice warrior, warrior yeah, and I respect him so much. Totally. He's a justice warrior. He's taking the stand. And freedom. And he's all about freedom. And he is going hard at Justin Trudeau, uh, World Health Organization. Uh, the WEF. World Economic <laughs> Forum. Yeah, so it was just interesting that... I've known him for many years and he's big, bold, laugh, you know, he's that guy. And I've never seen him so fired up or passionate about this with an edge, like he's pissed and he's just not going to stand it. And it's just an interesting conversation. And I asked him, I said, you know, is this a hill that you want to die on? And he goes, yeah. Wow. He says, 100%. Now, he doesn't have kids. He goes, I'm doing this for your grandkids, you know? And so he was uh, he was really passionate about it, and you had to listen. I mean, we look at, we're going to have a conversation. Uh, what's our next podcast? We actually planned it. We're going to do, uh, it's called Confirmation Bias. Confirmation oh, Bias. Oh, yeah. Tune into that one, people. Tune into that one. So the point is, is that this all is about how you look and how you're going to show up in 2023. What are you going to accomplish in 2023? And uh, in the case of my friend, he's gone. No, I'm going to change the freaking world. We got to get back our freedom. This is Canada. And uh, we're going to own that freedom. That's his drive. And, and he was willing to give up a he's, lot. No, he's paid, he's, he's he, paid a huge, huge price. Relation, huge price. Relationship-wise, relationship financially. Relationship financially. Like, I res- like honestly. He when- shut down his business. He yeah. shut down a huge part of his business. So, um I don't know that I admire it. I, I'm just like, wow, holy cow. I'm in awe of it. I'm just... Yeah, I'm kind of in awe of it and uh, give me a lot of food for thought as we sit here today. But the point is this, is that what is your 2023? He has a huge why. Yeah. Huge. In his world, it's freedom or, or nothing. nothing. You know, that's it. That's the hill he's going to die on. It's the hill he's prepared to die on. And we know others who are doing that. You know, uh, Jamie Soleil is an old friend of ours. You know, Theo. Theo Fleury. Theo Fleury. I'm I'm kind of following along them. I mean, they're really going hard at it. and They're uh, risking so much. They've put it all on the line. And anybody who's listened to Jamie's, uh, she's done a couple podcasts and where she talks about it. I mean. And what she's lost. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. So, but these are the goals. These are the outcomes and these are top performers and what they're willing to do. So I think it's not so much about the fight for freedom. It's not about, you know, whether we're onside or offside in terms of what we see in the world for this particular podcast. It's about the why. It's about yeah. what are you setting yourself up for in 2023? How are you setting those goals? Knowing that your personality can define your personal reality. And we just tried to give a couple of examples of that because those names that we shared or those stories we shared today, their their reality has changed significantly. And they they're not complaining about it. That's the price they pay. They're warriors. And that is what to me is inspiring. I mean, we've tried, I've tried on many levels to, to look at all sides. And when I look at open mindset, fixed mindset, you know, we, we talk about cognitive dissonance, cognitive distortions on these podcasts. We've talked about all these different mindsets. And as I'm watching and learning and understanding the last three years, I'm getting clearer and clearer 
on what my stand is going to be and what it is. And it, it might show up this year as something that, you know, I'm willing to risk. So 2023, what do you got planned? Make your goals as grand as you want. Break them down. Make them smart, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-sensitive. And connect to your why. Connect to your why. Connect to your heart. Be present. Yeah. Take a breath. Stephanie, thanks for joining me on the Mindset Matters podcast. Thanks, son. That was fun. Oh, hold it. Wait. We got one more. Oh, we got January, Mindset Jan- Matters. Mindset Matters, January 10th. Yeah. Virtual Mindset Matters, January 10th, we kick off. Virtual Live, then we do again February and March. The dates are on the link and the website. You can email me at CEO at RainCanada.com. You can go to the Everyday Millionaire Facebook page. There's links there uh, if you're interested in registering and joining us. We'd love to have you. And uh, now it's a wrap. That was fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others. Share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.